Hello, and welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with often a brief dive into a Ross student or uh, dive into what's happening with the current podcast hosts. And of course, some background on some of the clubs. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Hoffenbeck, and I'm joined by Christina Weiberg. Hey, Christina. Hey. So while this week we don't have a special guest, we are going to jump into some highlights about the MAP experience and some things that we're looking forward to for next year. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, this weather this week has been unbelievable. Total life changer. Sunshine. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Hello. Welcome back. Yes. It's been amazing. I guess we should first dive into uh, some exciting campus happenings, though, of course, uh, for those MBAs listening. Um, kicking it off on Tuesday, uh, March 16th from 6 to 7.30 is the Anti-Racism Teach-In, which sounds really exciting, um, hosted by AABA uh, in partnership with the Office of Multi-Ethnic Student Affairs. Um, the Associate Director, Krishna Han, will be hosting this teach-in for members of the Ross community. And Krishna will help us navigate racism and understand the various nuances of not only social and cultural narratives, but also human psychology. You will facilitate discussions to reflect on your own journey, as well as experiences and offer space to reevaluate behaviors and interactions. In addition, he will ensure that we observe racism at a systemic level, which is obviously where we need to be addressing uh, the issue overall. Uh, Krishna will end this session by comparing strategies on how to stay engaged in anti-racism work and what may be more effective for each attendee and why. So it should be really an engaging discussion. Also on Tuesday from 5 to 6 p.m., the Tech Club is hosting the Tech Talk series, Decision Making in the Age of Uncertainty with Amazon. Uh, Want to learn more about how Amazon makes decisions in the face of uncertainty? How do they tackle really big problems and come up with solutions? Then join the Tech Club for an interactive session with Amitabh Sinha from Amazon. Then moving ahead to Wednesday, we do have an action-packed week coming up. From 5 to 6 p.m. is the Q-Factor discussion with and Q&A with Brian Billick. Uh, join the Sports Business Association for a discussion and Q&A with Brian Billick and James Dale about their new book, The Q-Factor, the elusive search for the next great NFL quarterback. Brian Billick is a Super Bowl winning coach and current analyst for the NFL Network. And as an avid football fan, uh, I know this is going to be a super exciting discussion. Then on Thursday, uh, from 1230 to 2 p.m., the Design Plus Business is hosting a map workshop, Intro to Adobe Premiere Rush, which should be really exciting now that we've kicked off in the map. Um, Start creating, of course, amazing video content with Premiere Rush. Uh, It's an all new app from Adobe. It's easy to use, works across both desktop and mobile devices, and really can hopefully transform the way that teams create content. The webinar is going to be led by Jonathan Carrera, the Strategic Relations Manager for Adobe Creative Cloud who will demonstrate this tool set, provide a comprehensive overview of the workflow and hold an open Q&A, which I'm really looking forward to as someone who enjoys in my free time uh, doing a bit of video editing. So excited to learn this new tool. And then finally on Thursday as well is a final 100 event for the NBA twos, Coaching 360, Harnessing Internal Chatter. Interested in learning more about harnessing your inner thoughts and those of others to set yourself up for success as you enter back into the real world? 
We'll join this session with Ethan Cross, PhD from the University of Michigan psychologist and author of Chatter, uh, as well as Alex Simmons, a Ross alum and founder CEO of Boot Health on this Thursday from 1 to 2 p.m. to learn more. All attendees will receive 50% off their first Boone coaching session. So should be a really exciting one for those MBA twos. Dang, we have so much going on this week, but also this weekend, which is really exciting. Um, so happening also on campus on Friday over lunchtime, um, the MBA Christian Fellowship is hosting a brown bag lunch with Susan Warnick, I'm sorry if I said that wrong, of Salesforce. Um, join in on a conversation with Sue, Senior Director of Content and Communication Experience at Salesforce and President of Faithforce San Francisco. A $10 DoorDash reimbursement will be provided for the first 20 participants who register and attend. Also happening on Friday is the MBW hosting the Final 100 Learn How to Buy Your First Home. Join MBW and the Real Estate Club for a discussion with Ross alum Yvonne Aragon. The first 150 recipients will receive a lunch reimbursement for $15. Got to get in on those lunch happenings, man. Um, also on Friday, Michigan Indian Business Conference kicks off. The, Indian, the annual India Conference gathers students, alumni, business leaders, academics, policymakers, and management thinkers at Michigan to highlight the latest trends and opportunities in India's dynamic economy. The conference runs Friday from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and next Friday as well from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. And then ending the weekend on a high note, Women Who Launch is hosting a coffee masterclass. Join a coffee masterclass and the Women Who Launch team as they discuss what's considered a great cup of coffee and why. They'll cover some of the basic concepts about the neuroscience of flavor and then go through the different processes and ideas on how to brew the best cup of coffee. It sounds perfect for Saturday morning. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. And especially with daylight savings hitting today, I think we could all use a few more cups. Uh, I, recover. I, know, <laughs> I know I did. Um, but thinking if that's not enough on campus, there are a lot of great Ann Arbor events happening this week as well. Um, like on Monday, March 15th, uh, Zingerman's is hosting a peek inside the deli kitchen, uh, Jewish classics, which is super exciting because everyone who's from here or not from here mentions Zingerman's when they think Ann Arbor. Uh, but March 15th is the 39th birthday of Zingerman's Deli, and they want to celebrate the Jewish classics that have been on the deli menu since the beginning. Join them virtually to celebrate with a peek inside the deli kitchen with chef and managing partner of Zingerman's Deli, Roger Bowser. Chef Roger will demonstrate the basics of making the foundational Jewish classics like matzo balls, chopped liver, and potato, potato knish, which I may have poorly pronounced it, and I really apologize if so. Uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday, Eastern Michigan University over in Ypsilanti is hosting the fourth annual Women of Color Feminisms and Leadership Symposium. The theme for this two-day conference is reimagining, rebuilding, and recreating ourselves as women of color. This symposium aims to provide a breathable space for women of color to envision a world without limitations, unlearn false narratives of who they told us they should be, and prioritize healing so that they can create healthier versions of themselves without fear. That sounds amazing and it's virtual and it's free. Definitely need to check that out. And then on Wednesday, uh, tune in to St. Patrick's Day with DJ Fresh Mint in the York's Yard. Uh, join in at the York Yard. York Ann Arbor is the hot spot for many MBAs these days, it seems, for their great patio. But join them on Wednesday for good eats and good music. 
DJ Fresh Mint is lined up for St. Patty's Day to bring you good vibes while enjoying a special menu and pop-up for the day and evening. Entry is free, but food and drinks require purchase. Visit the website for more details. And also my favorite patio in all of Ann Arbor is opening on Wednesday, Bill's Beer Garden. Gotta check them all out now that the sun is out. <laughs> um, we have a couple of recurring events going on. So recurring on Thursday nights, the Sky Tonight UM Virtual Planetarium Show. Although the museum is closed, you can enjoy the virtual planetarium programs from the comfort of your couch. Star Talks examine the night sky with its slowly changing constellations, bright planets, and a short journey to visit faraway objects. Shows are 30 minutes, followed by Q&A, and registration is required. On Friday nights, we have the virtual 2021 Oscars International Film Submissions. In collaboration with friends at Film Movement, the Michigan Theater is delighted to offer a special rental pass for four films in the running for this year's Best International Fe Feature Film. These films include Latvia's Blizzard of Souls, Switzerland's My Little Sister, Sudan's You Will Die at 20, and Japan's True Mothers. Rent each for $10 or grab the four film pass for $30, a $10 savings. Films in your pass will become available to view as they are released to the public. And then on Sunday, um, looking ahead to next week, there's live at the 415, the Sean Dobbins All-Star Tribute Ensemble celebrating women in jazz. The Sean Dobbins All-Star Tribute Ensemble was created exclusively for Carytown Concert Hall with the aim of celebrating the contributions of jazz instrumentalists and vocalists who have had a significant impact on the art form. You can watch live at carytownconcerthouse.com. Woo, that was quite an adventure. I wish I could go to them all. Please duplicate me so I can hang out everywhere. Yeah. Um, but transitioning into some of the things that have been happening so far this week, or maybe very quickly coming up, we got to give a holiday shout out to so many things that have happened in March. Um, pie day is literally today. Although Eric, I think we commented earlier, I haven't seen any free pie anywhere, which makes me very sad as a student. <laughs> I know I could really go for some free pie right now, although February I hit the sweets hard too, so I could maybe take a break from it. Every day is a sweets day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, St. Patrick's Day is coming up as noted. Please be COVID safe, but have a good time. Wear that green and hopefully McDonald's does their usual green mint smoothie, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then finally, not a traditional holiday, but as Eric mentioned earlier, daylight savings time did happen today. So we are all sad that we lose an hour of sleep as crazy busy student lives continue. <laughs> yeah, I need that extra cup of coffee this morning. That's for sure. And today is being Sunday as we're recording. Uh, I've mentioned to many people, my favorite hour of the year happens a bit later today when the March Madness Selection Sunday happens to reveal the men's tournament bracket. Uh, it's happening at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Michigan, the Wolverines should hopefully keep a number one seed, but they may fall to a number two. They've lost three of their last five games. Uh, I've tuned into many of their games and uh, Sometimes they just have not been able to find the basket. So, Christina, have you been able to catch any? Um, I don't, but I just blame everything on COVID because why not? <laughs> yeah, because why not? I know without fans and, you know, down the street, we would love to support them. Um, so we'll see uh, soon here whether Michigan is able to hold on to a number one seed for the tournament. Um, and then Selection Monday tomorrow for the women's bracket at 7 p.m. Eastern. Right now, according to ESPN's Bracketology, a site I visit far too often, uh, Michigan is slotted as a six seed. 
should be a great spot for the Lady Wolverines. And unfortunately, they lost to Northwestern in the Big Ten tournament quarterfinals. So also somewhat struggling down the stretch here, but hopefully they're able to take the game to the big stage. Man, I didn't even know bracketology was a word. Like, look at the day and age that we live in. That bracketology yeah. is now used regularly in our English language. <laughs> it was one of the jobs, dream jobs that I hoped to have one day and thought about trying to uh, set up my own, but I just don't know enough and have the time to be able to do it. That's what MBA is for, man. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Never say never. <laughs> Um, so moving on to the highly anticipated topic for all NBA ones, talking about MAP. Um, it officially kicked off this last week. I was really excited and feel a little bit overwhelmed. How are you feeling, Eric? <laughs> a little bit of the same and very uncertain. We had two packed days of great programming from the Office of Action-Based Learning Monday and Tuesday. But I don't know about you, by the end of those two days, I was wondering, like, it may just be a sprint to the end here. Seriously, they, it's officially six weeks. They were saying it's a seven-week map project, but really it's six. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I haven't met my sponsor yet. We do that tomorrow, thankfully. Uh, my sponsor for the project is CERNAP, which is um, essentially the National Park Service of Peru, and we're helping them develop sustainable revenue streams for their different departmental forests and projects. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Unfortunately, I'm stuck here rather than yeah. there. <laughs> in Peru, which would be amazing. And visiting those national parks, I can't believe how amazing that'd be. Would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was fortunate to meet with my sponsor on Thursday morning. Um, I'm super excited. I'm on the morning brew team. Um, nice. So getting to work with some Michigan alums who, who co-founded the company while they were here at Michigan um, and recently were acquired by Business Insider for a $75 million stake. So they are in an exciting time to think about what's coming next for the brew um, as you know their traditional daily newsletter quick plug subscribe if you can um, but it's it should be a really exciting kind of blank space project perfect and i mean this opportunity or this time map project offers so many fun things to look forward to i know that the Office of Action-Based Learning is hosting regular lunches for us to meet alumni, think about how we talk about MAP in internship and resume building, um, different ways to meet other projects and interact and learn. All of the specialists from librarians to communications to everybody. Um, do you have any other highlights that you're looking forward to during this time? It's a great question. I think hopefully we would love to, because we're going to definitely survey the student body and, and see what input they have as many are morning brew subscribers and hopefully be able to give out some morning brew swag uh, if we're able to. But I think a highlight from last week was just getting to meet my team. It was, um, I think, especially through COVID, like I felt, felt like I had gotten close to my section because we took classes together, but being able to like meet and get to know just other incredible raw students uh, who I hadn't met before has been such a joy. And I am uh, I'm my team's morale booster slash energy booster. So I'm excited to bring some energy to this team, which could be um, could be needed if we have some late nights working. Yeah, to your point, we all have a lot of work to get done in the next seven weeks. And it's crazy to think that this is still graded as a class. I'm like, yeah. I'm so excited for nine to five, but I don't know how you even gun for that excellent if you <laughs> don't know how it works between different projects. So 
it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Seriously. Are you, are you nervous about anything coming up or so far? I mean, I think inherently the multilingual nature of our project is going to be fun, but prevents its own set of nervousness. I yeah. have spoken Spanish in the past, but building up the nerve to speak it again in a new way. I mean, I never, ever thought I would be talking about finance in Spanish. So it's going to be an interesting um, growth and opportunity there. What about you? Yeah, I think the nerves come more and it's probably just working with a new team which is again like part of the great experience of being in this program is like you meet and get to work with so many types of people and how their working styles are are they morning people are they evening people um and being able to have some time especially last week to kind of lay those out and develop hopefully what is will become really strong psychological safety around our team that uh i think the nerves will start to subside. It's mostly like, okay, like I have some ideas, but are they going to be accepted? And so far it seems like our ideas will all be accepted across the team and, and should be able to come up with a, hopefully a good suggestion and deliverable for Morning Brew at the end of it. That's awesome. Man, Morning Brew, what a wonderful example of like, get a degree from Ross. Yeah, <laughs> the, totally. dream. the dream. <laughs> Um, I know that Sanger is just introducing a brand new pilot program called Leading Inclusive Teams or LIT. Love that, you know, yeah. that slang with Sanger going on. Um, are you a part of that? And what do you think of it so far? Yes, I'm thrilled to say I got in before they reached their cap, um, which is really exciting that they were uh, even oversubscribed, but uh, really excited to be joining a few good friends who we've been having some off and on conversations around diversity, equity, and inclusion really over the last couple of months. And we were excited to join in a pod to, to really understand how we can be better inclusive leaders, challenge our own privileges, um, and a two-hour kickoff on Friday. I, I think I saw you on there. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, the kickoff was incredible. I think we heard four different stories from alumni, maybe three. Friday feels so long ago already, but yeah, just some really incredible stories about people using their strengths and skills and even identities in the workplace, both in positive or figuring out how to work through negative situations. Um, so it was very inspiring and very um, inclusive to have those topics be discussed right away. And I'm really excited to get to know about new people in my group. I signed up, some people signed up with their map teams, others with leader X teams. I signed up as a solo. So I got placed with a group of women um, from all different backgrounds and places. And similar to you, I'm excited to get to know new people and continue to build Ross bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Those stories, I'm glad you mentioned those. I mean, they were so powerful. Also it, at times like horrifyingly shocking that the way that some people operate in the world has not changed for many, many, many years. Um, and it just speaks to the importance of not only Ross students, but hopefully lots of students across the country who are developing skill sets to become better inclusive leaders that we all need for societies to move forward. So those stories were seriously amazing. Yeah, I'm excited for Sanger to also continue to involve more things in our MBA experience. It's such a wonderful center and they have so many opportunities, but there's always so much more to learn. So it's great. Yeah. If you had just sort of thinking as we uh, close out this map discussion, what's one word you're feeling right now for like the, the next six weeks? 
Yeah, I think I'm curious. <laughs> I'm just nice. curious to see how it all turns out. I mean, going through the syllabus and looking at them say a 30 page max paper, I'm like, okay, let's take a step back. We're an MBA. Like who has written any sort of paper in MBA, let alone 30 pages. And I understand that yeah. we're master's students, so that's expected, <laughs> but it took me a little bit by surprise. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, uh, I could say surprise because I had not seen that in the syllabus yet. So I appreciate the fair warning. Um, I would say, I mean, energized, which probably is coming through as I'm chatting, um, really excited to just experience what this life is and understand how a startup has grown and scaled and um, just should be such an energy boosting experience as the weather's also getting nicer too. For sure. Yeah. Um, thinking ahead to next year beyond our map experience we'll have hopefully great internships for everyone um, but just on friday the university of michigan announced that their plans to pretty much have classes in person in the fall of course potentially needing to take into precautions maybe masks and social distancing or physical distancing um, but a really exciting step forward uh, as we look ahead post-pandemic. And uh, were you excited? Were you surprised when you got that email, Christina? I think I'm trying to be hopeful and hesitant at the same time, because in those similar emails, I talk about everyone being vaccinated by the end of August. And I just, you know, it's going to be hard to know where people are at, if they have access, if you're here, what does that mean? Um, but I think I've heard that like starting in April already, students um, in the general population can start getting vaccinated. So hopeful and hesitant. <laughs> yes, I think that's a perfect way to describe it. Like I was thinking like cautiously optimistic, but hopeful <laughs> and hesitant is like exactly the same. And along those lines on uh, Wednesday of this past week, University of Michigan football season tickets were released for current students and it was a bit stressful, a bit chaotic in sort of my own head, but super excited to say if they're allowing fans in the big house, which sounds like they are, hopefully we'll get the chance to go to a University of Michigan football game. Uh, definitely was a dream coming into this. Into this yeah, game. you know, I signed up for football tickets and was hesitant about hockey. I really enjoy hockey, but I wasn't sure about the money given that yeah. there are so many things I think that I'm gonna wanna contribute to next year. Um, but then I heard a friend was getting them and I getting the hockey season tickets and I went back to get them later and they were all gone already, which I oh guess theoretically makes sense because Yoast is so much smaller than the football stadium and I don't know where the basketball tickets are sitting, but I'm kind of bummed. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine to grab a ticket to at least one game from someone, but it, they go fast. They go really fast. <laughs> totally. I was fortunate to be able to snag basketball tickets as you probably have picked up in this conversation a big basketball fan so uh, but I heard they also sold out uh, at least in these pre-sale we're ready to interact with the world again I guess yes we are <laughs> um also looking ahead to next year just some orientation committee updates we thought it would be fun to include here so admissions for round two happens next week or at least starting next week they continue to admit more students um the yield this far this year has been super high, which is really exciting for the Ross class to know that we're popular and wanted and that people want to come and hang out with us <laughs> COVID. Um, they have two Welcome to Ross, Ross webinars happening, one this coming week on Friday and then another one in April. And if you're interested in welcoming the incoming class this spring over the course of the summer, maybe a few events next year, 
please, please let me know or let Bryce Garver know. We're the co-chairs for the orientation committee this year. Um, and we're really excited to provide the class a strong welcome as hopefully the final stretches of COVID occur. Um, Eric, kind of looking back at your orientation experience happening in the middle of COVID, did you have any highlights or anything you wish didn't happen? <laughs> yeah, well, as someone who uh, pre-COVID loved big group gatherings and just the energy that comes from rooms and I think, and you I know have done some coaching and training in the past, like the energy that comes from those rooms is amazing. But I will say it was amazing to like, just see 360 classmates all in the same Zoom room and just seeing their faces and how exciting excited people were. Um, and kudos to you and Bryce for stepping up and leading the orientation process because I can only imagine it's gonna be a, a, a big important lift for those future rosters. We're just excited to open the virtual door until the real door can be opened with, yes. with COVID being lifted and things returning to somewhat normal. So it's gonna be yeah. fun. Yes, it should. Um, well, that's it for the Ross BDU Weekly this week. Thank you for joining us. It was a short episode, but know that there's so much going on, so much to contribute to. So please, please, please check it out. Um, and even though Ann Arbor is expecting more snow, we are wishing you all warmth, sunshine, and a great week. Eric and I are signing off. Thanks and go blue. Go blue.